Welcome to the Hardcore Truth, where we discuss politics, society, and whatever else comes to mind. I'm your host, Rusty. Thanks for listening. Well, everybody, it's another weekend gone and another week starting, and I want to start this episode off like I do with every episode, and that's thanking each and every one of you for tuning in and uh, taking the busy time out of your lives to do so. Uh, Without you guys, this wouldn't be possible. So once again, thank you. Anywho, so, um, like I said, welcome to the Hardcore Truth. Uh, A lot of things have been going on, you know, this past week in the news and everything like that. And uh, so it's really kind of hard to uh, pick a certain topic to talk about on a weekly basis. But um, especially with everything that's going on, there's so much to cover. There's so much to talk about. There's so many lies that we could point out and give you the actual truth on. Um, But with that being said, there is one thing that is going on right now in the news that really should be focused on and is not really being covered. And that's everything that's going on with uh, Jeffrey Epstein's um, assistant and how her, all of her... um, documents and all of her files were released in this past week and nobody is really talking about it and there's reason why this is not being talked about because it actually points out a lot of prominent names of a lot of people that we know and especially in Hollywood and in politics not only in the United States but in the world so there's a huge there's a huge push to cover up what is actually in these documents so with that and especially with uh, the uh, focus on the abuse in politics and what I mean by that is the the physical abuse that politicians commit on unwilling participants so that's what tonight that's what tonight's and this week's episode is actually going to be about We're actually going to go ahead and talk about the actual rape culture that is in this country, not the made-up bullshit that you hear because a guy, you know, whistles at a girl or something like that or, you know, looks at a girl or anything like that. That's that's not what we're talking about here, okay? that's, That's not what we're talking about here. What we're actually talking about is the actual sexual abuse that goes on in politics that is very rarely ever covered and nothing is ever really done about so we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about that this week so um it's actually it's a construct older than time sex and politics two things that go hand in hand but this but this it's the moral aspect of it yes in a private life it's no one's business what two consult consulting adults do okay let's get that out in the forefront right now. What two consulting, the key word here, consulting adults do is no one's business at all. It is the business of those people and those people alone. However, if one is an unwilling participant, it becomes immoral. Okay? And I think we can all agree on that. It is. It's immoral. If somebody does something or is for something or, you know, is forced to do something against their will, excuse me. Yes, it does become immoral because that the person's right to choose has been removed 
They're forced to do it against their will. Nobody should be able to do it, be forced to do anything against their will ever. Period. End all be all. Right? Just because one wields power doesn't give them the right to violate another and use said power to control that or then destroy that person. This is something we we see all the time in politics, politics, and it shows no end. It's, it's never, yeah, like I said, this has been going on since politics have been a thing, okay? But at this point, it has gone on for way too long because it seems like there's always some kind of scandal that's going on, and especially with all these documents that are being released you know from um, Epstein's assistant it's a lot worse than we thought that it could be okay there was always it's always been a well known fact that politicians have had I guess you could say trysts or encounters along the way you know that goes back to the JFK and the Camelot era okay you know with JFK and Marilyn Monroe and everything in their whirlwind, you know, I guess you could say relationship. Um, and we all know how that ended. Um, but it, it goes far beyond that. Way far beyond that. Because now you have, it, especially in the past 20 years, it's, it's out and out rape is what it is. And this is what we're talking about. Okay, this isn't a politician who had an affair. This is the, you know, these are politicians and people in power who are violating, wantonly violating people and their rights. They're removing their rights to choose. Okay? And nothing's being done about it. Yes, we all know the the most famous one with Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky and and the rest of them. Okay, we know all of that. But apparently since these documents from Epstein's assistant has been released, it goes much more further than that. And it actually solidifies his actual actions and all of this and they're documented. And then now it's all out in the open. But the sad part about this is Nothing's ever going to be done about it, and we know that. Nothing's ever going to be done about it. There's no, there's no way that he's going to be that any of these people are going to be brought to justice, and that's that's the sad reality of this. Something needs to be done about this, but we all know the end result of this. Sure, there's going to be low lying people who were in that who who get, you know, get arrested. Okay, but the people of actual power, the people, the movers and shakers of this world who are going to be pointed out in all of this, nothing's going to happen to them because it never does. And that's the sad reality of it. Okay, but I digress. I'll get to I'll get to that at another time. So. Um, this is something we all 
like I said, this is something we we see all the time in politics, and it shows no end. Throughout history, it has been well documented, you know, scandals, rumors, and the like, and especially during an election cycle. But it's the stories we hear about with the violence and the abuse that seemingly don't get investigated enough. They don't. They're, they're just swept under the rug and ignored because, you know, it's going to cause a bigger problem or whatever. And then, but it, it doesn't matter just because these people are a people of power. And I understand there are people who will point fingers and say, this has happened just to, you know, get a paycheck. That does happen. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but it just seems the more and more we go through this each and every year, more and more people are coming out and saying that people of power are using their power to do whatever they want, especially when it comes to, you know, sexual encounters. Because, I mean, I mean let's, let's be blunt here. That's what these things are. Okay. But it doesn't give the, you know, just because these people are in a position of power, it does not give them the right to use that power to take what they want, especially from another living human being. Okay. It's absurd and it's disgusting. So it's, I, you know, I need to treat this subject in a way to where it, where it is important because it is important. And part of me doing podcasts like this, you know, I need to be able to drive the point home and make, make it all matter in a way to where it matters to not only you, but everybody else around you. Okay. I mean, this, this, this kind of thing needs to stop and it won't stop unless if people actually start doing things about it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, week after week, I could talk about how, you know, the Democrats are, you know, using, you know, the coronavirus to, uh, to steal the election, okay, by, you know, forcing the economy to be shut down and everything like this to cause it to tank, okay, because when it, when it boils down to it, when you're looking for someone to be the president of the United States, the economy is what matters, okay, so they're going to they're gonna weaponize the economy, right, I could talk about that, or I could talk about how the Republicans are using the coronavirus to push soft, you know, soft socialism, I could talk about that too. But it pales in the comparison to the bigger picture of what's going on here. Okay? These are the same people who are doing these things that are actually doing what I'm talking about with this. These are the same exact people. And these people should not be able to get away with the things that they are doing. That's why it's so important to talk about. Moving on. Sorry, I went on a little tangent there, but I mean, it's the truth. It's the things that we, you know, that need to be discussed. It's it's not, it's not the fodder of everything else that's going on. Okay, let's look at things that we can control. Okay, 
So it is, and you know, it's it's the stories about violence and the abuse that that don't get investigated enough. Okay, the the way it should, you know, in, in the way that it should, that we are focusing on with with everything that's happening. Okay, and something I want to touch on here. Um. I want to I want to know what's going on with the whole Me Too movement, with all of this. I want I want to know where they are, and, and you know what I'm I'm calling them out. Where where the hell are you? Where the hell are you? Why does it only matter when it was during the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation? Okay, no, no, no. <clears throat> I can I can physically hear the eye roll because I know this is a this is um more of a Republican, you know, standpoint, okay? This is more of, an, uh, of, a, of, a, of a, a Republican argument. But I want to know, where is the Me Too movement? Why aren't they screaming from the rooftops about everybody? doesn't matter which political spectrum, which side of the politi- political spectrum that they fall on, where are they in this? I want to know. Because we heard about it the entire time during Brett Kavanaugh's uh, confirmation to the Supreme Court. Right? That, you know, all victims should be heard. All victims should believe, be believed. Well, let me ask you this. Okay? What about Joe Biden's accuser? Why haven't we heard anything about her? Why isn't the, the whole Me Too movement standing behind her? It's screaming from the rooftops. Where's her voice in all of this? Why isn't she being heard? Why isn't she being allowed to, to speak out? Why, you know, why? I want to know. The fact of the matter is this. If it's one of the political elites handpicked, we will never hear the same outcry. You never will. It's as simple as that. It shouldn't never matter what side of the political spectrum that the accused falls on. The victim should always be heard. End all be all. It, it, It should never matter. Never. And that's what's sickening about this whole thing. We literally heard this throughout the entirety and even even throughout the entirety of uh, Trump's campaign for uh, for the president presidency we heard about that we heard all kinds of people coming out and say that he supposedly did this that he supposedly did that did it happen I don't know I wasn't there but the fact of the matter is that those people had a voice those people were believed those people were listened to. But now that it comes that, and might, might I add, this accuser of Joe Biden's has been consistent with her story since the 90s. Crickets. We don't hear shit about it. And why is that? Is there kind of a ring of protection 
around certain people in politics of certain parties in this country. Now, I know this is supposed to be a libertarian podcast, and I understand it. I am a, I'm, I am a libertarian. But these are questions that still need to be asked. I'm not defending the right in any of this, but I really feel that nobody's asking this question. We're not getting answers from this. If everything is supposed to be equal, why, isn't, why aren't the political parties being treated as so? That's what I want to know. And that's, you know, nobody, nobody are, is asking those questions. And it's frustrating because in my position, I'm forced to defend people that I don't want to defend. But I have no choice in order to defend them because if I don't, it, it, won't, it wouldn't be honest and it wouldn't be accurate. Okay? If somebody's being accused of, of something that they didn't do... And there's proof of it. Yes, I will defend that person. It doesn't matter what their politics are. Because what is right is right. But I'm not going to stand here and willfully defend somebody if there is evidence against them. Saying, well, no, that can't be true. That, that's a bunch of lies. No, if there is evidence that that person has committed a crime, politics be damned. I don't care what side of the fence they are. On. If they're guilty, they're guilty. If they're innocent, they're innocent. That's it. What is right is right. Okay? That's the point here I'm trying to make. So with all of this, why isn't there more people in this country who feel the same way? Why do they blindly stick to party doctrine? It doesn't make sense to me. There used to be a time in this country where people stood up for what was right. And they, they went against what was wrong. Politics be damned, as I said. There was a time in this country where that was something that people could pride themselves on. But it just seems like that's an ancient concept. That nobody wants to follow that anymore. Because like I said, it's all about party, uh, party doctrine. It's disturbing. It really is. It, it really shows how far we have fallen. as a, Not only just in politics, but in society altogether. Because now we are, we will, there are things that we didn't accept before, but now we're okay with. Just because, A, we're either told to be to accept it and it's okay because they're, you know, everything else that they did was fine. It's just this one little thing. No, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. I don't get it. And I know there's a lot of people in this country that don't get it either. But that's, that's the whole thing about it. Okay, because it, it used to be people would stand, like I said, people would stand up for, and, and fight for what was right. Okay, now it's just go along to get along. We must stick to the party line. Why? Because if I don't, I'm, I'm automatically, you know, un American, 
if I don't agree with what, what you're saying. That's total bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. Anyway. There's another whole aspect to this too. And this whole, this kind of, this all ties in together. Okay. What I've been talking about, how um, there have been people who have been sexually abused by politicians. Not only that, but you also have politicians, you know, being um, outed as out and out monsters. And that's, this is something that I want to stress right now. Okay. Because this is, this is the part of this episode where things are going to turn a little dark. Okay. Because we're going to dive into this and we're going to discuss this and we're going to pick it apart and we're going to talk about it. It's going to be uncomfortable as shit, but it needs to be talked about. Okay. Those who use their power to put themselves in a position to where they could do whatever they want when it comes to another human being, especially that of children, are disgusting. These people who are like this, especially the ones who abuse children, should be drawn and quartered. I wholeheartedly mean that. And I don't care what letter is after their name. I don't care. I don't give a shit if it's a Republican. I don't care if it's a Democrat. Don't care if it's a conservative. Don't care if it's a liberal. Don't care if it's a libertarian. Don't care if it's a communist Somebody who's in a Green Party, if you, if I say again, if you abuse children and you are caught abusing children, you should be drawn and quartered in the public square. Period. <clears throat> it's often said that there are two sets of laws. One's for us, the people, and one's for the elite. In these times, that statement couldn't be more accurate. Especially with what I have a feeling with what we're about to find out. If we actually find out in the entirety of this document dump from um, Maxwell. Okay? If this names all the names without being redacted, without being censored, that whole construct, that whole belief should be torn down. If we find out, and I have a feeling that we're going to find out, that some of the names of the people who are in these documents are of that within our government if those people are not removed and punished for the things that they have done I can guarantee you this country will probably erupt it will literally probably tear this country apart 
Because as I had just said, it seems that in this country there are two sets of laws. One for us, the regular people, and one's for the elite. There's no denying that there is. Okay? There's no denying that there is. Because and this is this is kind of I'm going to try to make this example in, in the most sensitive way that I possibly can. Okay? When I make this example, I'm not taking away the severity and the seriousness of the abuse that that occurs. Okay, so I just wanted to put that out right now. If you, the regular person, are to break some bullshit arbitrary law, okay, doesn't matter what it is, the government will send out as many agencies at its disposal as possible to take you down. We've seen it. Little girls, you know, little little girls and little boys who have lemonade stands, okay, getting hassled by, by the police because they don't have a permit for selling it, all the way up to Clive and Bundy and his um, <coughs> cattle free grazing, okay. We remember how that how all that occurred, okay. They will literally send out any agency at, at their disposal to take you down, okay. But the government who allegedly self-governs itself, and let's face it, that's like, you know, cancer, you know, being in control of chemotherapy, all right? There is, there is little to no consequence. Yeah, sure, they may get a censor or a mark on their, you know, against their name, but it's all meaningless and it's all for show. How many times have we seen that? So I have a sickening feeling that if some of the people who are going to be pointed out in these documents that we're, go- that we're going to see, and we've also seen it with allegations of rape and abuse within government. Sure, they'll get a slap on the wrist and, you know, that'll be it. You know, they'll shell out a couple, couple hundred thousand or a couple million to, to, uh, to the... Um, to the victim, do you know to make them go away? That's what usually happens. But with something like this, it's not going to be that simple. But I still have a feeling that if there are people within our government who are named in these documents, in this document dump, they're going to try to brush it under the rug. They're going to try to make it so you can't so you won't know who is actually uncovered in these documents. It's already been shown that um, the London police actually destroyed all the records of any involvement of Prince Edward with these places, with this place. Okay. That it was actually just released. Granted, it wasn't released on a wide scale because of the embarrassment that that it, this whole ordeal has has um, done to the crown in England. <clears throat> but the fact of the matter is it goes to show you right there. The political elite will stop at nothing 
to cover up the things that they do or the things that they have done. Okay? Like I said, if anything were to occur, it would all be for show. So you want to talk about injustice? You want to talk about injustice, real injustice. That's a prime example. How the how how does this happen? How in the hell does this happen? Why do we the why do we the people allow this to keep happening? Whoever wields the power does whatever they want. It's that simple. You know, a lot of people are you know would say, well, what are we supposed to do? Go up against the federal government? Yes, hell yes, yes, you should. You should out and out demand better for this for yourself, your family, your neighbors, and this country. You should demand that we have better representation. Of those people, like I said, who rep- who are supposed to represent the things that we want for this country, there is no there's no way in hell that we should tolerate people who cannot keep their goddamn hands to each to themselves. It's up to us to bring this to an end. It really is. It. it, it it's up to us. Remember we the people and all that? Yeah, that's exactly what that means. Again, this is an ever-present... This is ever-present with sex abuse victims of political elites. Where's the justice for that? Where is it? That's what I want to know. Where is it? And that's why I was calling out the whole Me Too movement. Instead of playing politics, how about you actually defend the people who need to be defended? And this is, this is what angers me most about all of this. That it, it just seems that nobody is willing to call these people out. Not just these people, but any people who are, mire, who are mired down by hypocrisy. But yet nobody will call them out. It just seems like nobody has the balls to call people like this out on their bullshit. And that's why this keeps happening. That's why victims refuse to come forward. Because they believe that they're not going to be believed. Because it's just going to be brushed under the rug. When you're supposed to have victim advocacy groups who said that they're going to stand and fight for you. But because you have a different type of politics than them, they're not, you're not worth their time. Again... But nobody's going to call these people out on this bullshit. And we're just supposed to accept it and be okay with it. This is disgusting. Why does it seem it's only ever one political side? Why is this whole thing being politicized, period? It doesn't matter. It's the fact of the matter that somebody in a position of power abused their power. To rob someone of their right of choice. And nothing's going to be done about it. I swear to God, when it comes to things like this, you know, it, it, when somebody talks about civil rights, it's almost, it's almost laughable. Because it just seems like nobody gets a flying fuck about those people's uh, rights. 
I'm sorry, I dropped the F-bomb, but this, this, this pisses me off and it should piss you off as well. If you have been a victim of sexual abuse or known somebody who's been a victim of sexual abuse, this should anger you to your very core. It should. Because people like this in, politi- in politics who have the power will use that power to take what they want from you. And they have, they have the power to destroy you. That is the problem. In this case, in this case, and this is not me being dramatic, this isn't me being theatrical, but if we're going to be a nation that has things such as civil rights, if we're going to have rights, our right to choose, the right to free speech, the right to keep and bear arms, things like this, the right to be able to address your political grievances. If you have the right of all of these, but if something were to happen to you by someone who is supposed to defend these rights, the republic dies. Democracy dies. If this, if you allow this to happen, if you allow this to happen, if you allow the voices of people who have been abused and who have been victims, of people who are, who are supposed to uphold our Constitution and, and abide by it, people who are supposed to represent us, if you allow these people to continue to abuse their power by allowing them to do whatever they want, then there you have it. It's all gone. Because I'm sorry, you're denying someone's, you're denying somebody's right to choose. That person does not choose to be with that said person, but that said person takes what they want. That's, that's the denial of choice. You have physically removed the right to choose from that person. And that is, that is one of the worst things that you could possibly do to somebody is to make them feel helpless by denying their right to choose. Not only that, but when they, when they come out and say that, that you have done this to them, they stifle their voices. They stifle their voices. Not only have they, they they've denied their right for, to choose, okay, but they've stifled their voices and silenced them, and now they're going to destroy them completely. 
This is the sickening reality of American government and American politics. Solely because you have people who will defend people who are willing to do that to other people. This is what I'm talking about when I say that it's the sickening reality of American government and American politics. If we're supposed to listen and believe victims of these crimes, but you have people in government calling those people liars to their face and defending the person who is being accused, even when there's a mountain of evidence against that person, even if you look into their past and see that they have a pattern of this kind of behavior, you still stand behind that person when you know in your heart of hearts that this person is fully capable of the things that they're being accused of solely because of politics, you are a disgusting individual. And our government is full of them. We're seeing it happen right now. And I want to make something very, very clear. As I've said earlier in this podcast, if there are names in these in this information that's being released from Jeffrey Epstein's assistant because she has the names the dates the locations and the names of the people of the other people who were involved if there are names of people who are serving in our government right now and nothing is done to those people Legally, this country will erupt. It will. I think the American people have put up with a lot of bullshit, not only in the past year, but in the past years. The American people have put up with a, with a lot of bullshit. They're not going to put up with something like this. At least I hope they wouldn't. Because if they do, then I guess you could say all hope is lost. I guess you could say that. And like I said, it doesn't matter which side of the political spectrum these people fall on. If these people are guilty of the things that they're, that they're being accused of... It doesn't matter if it's the President of the United States. It doesn't matter if it's the Speaker of the House. It doesn't matter if it's the clerk in the mailroom of the White House. If you are, if you are found guilty of, of the things that you were being accused of, then, you need, then justice needs to be brought. 100%. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. There's a lot of things that are going on in this country right now that could be seen as the downfall of this country. 
I think if a huge political scandal with a mound of evidence supporting it, I don't know how, I don't know how uh, people in this, I, I don't know how this country could recover from something like that. I really don't. Because it's just going to solidify what everybody knows. And that's people in D.C., people in our government are disgusting people. They run off corruption, they run off power, and they run off of God complexes. It would literally solidify everything that we know as as citizens in this country about our government. Something else that I would like to point out. With this whole thing that's been that's going on, with this whole information dump that that's occurring right now. Notice how Hollywood is awfully silent about this whole situation. And why is that? Because not so long ago, if you remember correctly, at one of the awards uh, um, shows that they do, you know, when they pat themselves on the back for playing make-believe, there was a massive support of Roman Polanski. Now, Roman Polanski was actually someone who was found guilty of raping a teenage girl not only raping her but sodomizing her as well i did tell you that this was this was going to get this episode was going to get dark so and i mean if we're going to discuss these things let's talk about these things for what they are and let's talk about what's actually occurring here <coughs> but anyways but that's what roman polanski was found guilty of and he fled the country. He fled to a non-expeditive country where he still is to this day. But he was nominated. And when they announced his name, everybody in the audience stood up and gave him a standing ovation. Now that right there should make you take pause and go, well, wait a minute. This isn't a hidden fact. Like everybody knew what he had done, what he was found guilty in a court of law of doing. So why are these people giving this man a standing ovation? I mean, I'm sorry, if you were a normal human being, you would be out and out disgusted. You wouldn't go and support that. You wouldn't go, you wouldn't go and support somebody who is found guilty of that. And if you're gonna if you're gonna stand there and say, well, you know that didn't really happen. How do you know? Were you there? Were you there? So are you are you to say that we're not supposed to believe the victim of Roman Polanski? Are we supposed to call her a, li- a liar? This man was found guilty of the crimes that he supposedly committed. There was evidence supporting the fact that this this young woman said that this man did these things to her and he was found guilty and he fled the country and he has stayed away from when that had happened. An innocent man wouldn't do that. So what, what's the hang up here? 
why are you gonna why you're gonna throw your support and show support with some, of somebody of that ilk? The same thing with it's the same thing with Joe Biden. Seriously, why are you gonna throw your support behind somebody like that? And see, this is what cracks me up about this is what cracks me up about all of this. That nobody believes that this is happening. Nobody's be- nobody believes that this has happened, even though there is years and years and years of evidence that something inappropriate is going on. But it, it's just been brushed off, and it has been brushed off. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what has happened. To this country, I don't, I don't know. And I know that this podcast makes me sound more of a conservative than anything else. But like I said, if it's right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. And it should be called out if it's wrong. It should be defended if it's right. And it should be called out if it's wrong. And that's what I'm trying to do here. Like I said, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference to me what that person's uh, political belief is. If they have done something wrong, then yeah, they should be held accountable for it. But if they're being falsely accused of something that they did not do, then that person should be defended. That's what I'm trying to get to. That's what I'm trying to say here. You have all these things that are coming out now. And I want to see how this is going to be handled. Because I can tell you right now, you're not going to hear about it through the mainstream media. They're not going to touch this. They don't want to touch this with a 50-foot stick. I can tell you that right now. Because chances are, a lot of the people in mainstream media are probably, some of them are probably guilty of it and their names are probably in these in this Rolodex that this uh, um, that this Maxwell woman has. Maybe not news anchors, but people who own these companies. It's a very good possibility. It's a very good possibility that we're gonna see names that we never in a million years would imagine. So I think a lot of things are gonna come to head when this is done when all of this is done and like I said before and I will repeat it again if nothing is done to any of these people this country is going to split this country is going to erupt because I do not think that the American people are going to put up with something like this they're not God I hope they don't I really think this is going to be I really think this is going to be the final straw. And now that Bill Clinton his name has been released in all of this and he's actually publicly painted as what we've always known him to be and that is a rapist. I'm kind of interested to see what's going to happen with that. Even like I said though, in my heart of hearts I know nothing's going to happen to him. It's not. 
there's no way that you know he's going to be brought to justice. There's there's too many there's too many things protecting him. There is. There's too many things. There's too many things protecting him, his wife. There's too many things that are going on there. I'm sorry, you know, with the amount of with with the body count that those people have racked up over the years, this isn't going to bring him down either. I can tell you that right now. And yeah, you know, like I said, I can visibly hear the eye rolling of some of the people who probably listen to this. But I'm sorry, let, let's, let's call it for what it is here. I mean, I'm not going to go into the whole history of the Clinton body count. Okay, I don't, I don't need to do that. We all know it. So. But it's true. It's all too coincidental if you ask me. But it's just one of those things, I suppose. But a major move needs to be made in this country. It really does. It, a, a major move needs to be made in this country to help people who have been victims to bring in, to give them justice. These people have been ignored for too long. These people have been silenced for too long. Something needs to be done. And like I said, it does not matter what side of the political uh, spectrum that you fall on. You do something like this, you're a disgusting individual. And justice will be served. One way or another, justice will be served. Hopefully. Because the people who are victims of something like this didn't ask for this. This isn't something they wanted. Their rights have been destroyed, stripped away from them. They were treated like they were just garbage, essentially. And my question is, my question will be, where's the justice for those people? Where is it? Where are those people's marches? Where are those people's outcry? Where is their justice? And I'm going to leave it at that. I only hope that things get turned around in this country because it's the only thing that we can do is hope well everybody that's uh, pretty much all I have for this week I know that was kind of an emotionally charged episode and I'm sorry if it seemed like it was all over the place but it's a very sensitive topic and it's something that I wanted to cover in actually give credence to and actually give it justice because it needs to be discussed and it needs to be taken seriously so 
forgive me if it was all over the place. There was a lot of emotion behind that. Um, it was a subject that wasn't easy to talk about, but it needed to be discussed. So forgive me if it wasn't the best episode, but hopefully with every episode that I do, I hope there's something that you can take from it and possibly learn from it or take something and discuss with other people with and hopefully it will generate some kind of steam to where it can't be ignored and that you know you get the answers that you're looking for hell that we're all looking for so hopefully in some way shape or form that I've helped you with that Um, and like I said I hope I gave hopefully I gave credence to what what um I talked about tonight. So but um with that, with uh everything else that's going on in the world right now, you know, just just take care of yourself, take care of each other. Have each other's backs, man, you know, because when it comes down to it, that's that's what matters. So you have somebody in your corner. And hell God you know, God only knows that we're gonna need it. So, especially if if things keep going the way that they're going. So, with that being said, until next week, um, keep your nose in the air and your ear to the ground. You know, this is the hardcore truth. This is Rusty. Y'all have a great week, and I will talk to you next Sunday. Rusty out.